December 7th, 1941, a day that will go down on me. Joel, damn it. Take it again. Sorry, roll it back. A day that will live in me. No, no, no. A day that will live in f- side of me. Italy. No. Oh, did this happen in Italy? Yes. Well, yeah, at the yes. Eventually. Well, uh, this part didn't happen in Italy. Uh, my name, of course. They don't call it a Pearl of Harbor for nothing. <laughs> Oh, is that why Sinatra's in this movie? Because of the so. Italian association yeah. with uh Yeah. Pearl Legally Harbor. they had to. It's mafia. Fly me to Maui. <laughs> I mean it's very expensive now. Well, it's a long flight. Well, yeah, too. it would have been horrible then. They barely knew what planes were back then. They didn't then. have seats. They just threw you in the in a in a cargo. You had to join the army to fly. To go to Hawaii, you had to join the you fucking did. army. To invade Hawaii and take it over. Take it over. It's not when even did a... we get that? When did we deserve to get that, to own Hawaii? All when did right. we buy Hawaii? Did we buy it or did we win it in a gambling match? I mean, I that I don't know. Card game is what I was going for. It is strange to me that in my in our parents' lifetimes, not in our lifetimes, unless I am proved wrong, uh, 1959. So you're... you're Holy uh, moly. Yeah, that was 1959. When this movie came out, Hawaii is just a fucking island. It's not. It's just. Well, nothing. it's a it's a series of islands, Sean. Well, that's it's not true. one island. Well, the island of Hawaii is one of the islands, as far as I know. I believe uh, what you're thinking is the Isle of Oahu. Oh, Hawaii. The Isle, the Big Isle of uh, the Island. Uh, oh, the smoke monster! <laughs> oh no, lost, Mister Echo. Uh, well, I can't find any information on what the names of the damn islands are. Oh, do you want me to make them up and probably get yeah. us canceled? Absolutely, I do. What are you, insane? All right, there's, uh, Honolulu. Oh, I got him. Yep, check. No, right. that's a city. This On the big isle of Oahu. I got one. Maui. Hell yeah. Uh, um, I, uh, one's named after a volcano. Uh, we got Niawa, Kauai, Kauai, Oahu, Molokai, Lanai. Molokai, like in Children of the Corn, you're telling me. I believe that was Malachi, but it's very close. Kahoalawe. All right, back up. Maui. You said Maui. And Hawaii proper. It's a don't about Wowie? Yeah, Wowie Kazawi. Uh, this is this is offensive. It's not offensive. That's why I didn't say the names. If I had said the names, it probably could have got offensive. But then you had to barrel right into it. You can't look. I saw Moana so many fucking times that I have oh, the right it's to such say a good these movie. things. Have you seen Encanto, dude? My kids fucking rips, dude. We've, they've watched it four times. I they're love already, it, dude. They're already planning a fifth. It is a Are they? It's a potty time. It's too many times to watch the same movie. In a row. And also, we haven't done the theme song or introduced the podcast. We'll we didn't up. do any of that yet. Oh, we did, but we weren't plugged in. Yeah. We really we, nailed it. We and can't to go on until we say we watch from here to eternity and live from New York. It's Saturday night. It's actually Monday night in Whitman, Massachusetts. We got to be legally uh, responsible for what we say. We're sponsored by Budweiser. Uh, who's up for anything? Bud. Are you down for it? <laughs> Bud. Wise. <laughs> oh, we like the frogs. Like the frogs. Like the frogs they used to have. Bud. What happened to them? Can Wiza! they not afford them? <laughs> Can they not afford them anymore? Yeah, do they? No, they get the Cly- those Clydesdales. That's the problem. Uh, rip. Dude rip to some right, real ones. Stepped on the damn frogs. Yeah. Killed them. Every time I see a Clydesdale now, I think of 9-11. <laughs> and I'm not sure if, I mean, it was a nice commercial, but I don't know if that's what they were going for. <laughs> what was that when the Clydesdales were dragging just when pegs they nailed? of the ear down Do you remember when they zero? nailed? 
No. Yeah, dude. It was like the Super Bowl. It was when the Patriots won. Oh, when the it was they, the Super Bowl after nine eleven. When they play the, the Nash, Stales, when they play the national anthem. The Clyde Stales nailed like at the. I think it was the spotlights of the Twin Towers. What's more? Hey, Jamie, look up the Budweiser commercial with the Clydesdales nailing. Billy, let me ask you a very important question. Let me get through this whole question, please. Right. It's very All important. Right, do it. What's more pandering? The Budweiser Clydesdales taking a knee at ground zero or the Budweiser Clydesdales taking a knee in solidarity with Colin Kaepernick? What would be more? What would be in poorer taste? I mean, I think that uh, there would if they would. It's the nine eleven ones in poor taste. Budweiser didn't have the balls to do that. All right, Colin Bill McMore on the record that the Budweiser Clydesdales should be kneeling during the national anthem. Ladies and gentlemen, we watched from here to yeah, eternity. Should nail next to him. I'm in agreement with him. He did nothing wrong. Why are you always saying Colin Kaepernick did something wrong? I. From here He's to blackball, dude. From here it's to insane. From here to eternity. It's insane. We're at seven minutes. Why don't you go storm the Capitol over it, you bag of shit? Are we doing that again? <laughs> In like two days, I think. Oh, hell yeah. It's almost <laughs> the anniversary. This and more, ladies and gentlemen, on the other side. I think side. it will be the anniversary, right? Is it? Oh, Jesus. Is, Today's the third. on the sixth? Tomorrow's the fourth. No. Oh, we just missed it. Here's the deal. Here's my promise to you. I will forget to post the episode until we can post it on January 6th. Oh, my goodness. Wouldn't that be a suspenseful thing? With now, special guest Jimmy Pesto. And people are going to be fucking rip shit if we post this on, if I forget to do the bit and post it on the regular day. They're going to be like, I'm listening with this a day early. Yeah, sorry, Jack and Diane. Oh, brother. Well, anyway, this is the longest intro we've ever done. We watched... Have we not done the song again? No, we've not to play the theme song. What is happening? Oh, maybe we did play the theme song. I don't know. You probably <laughs> snuck it in somewhere. <laughs> what if I play the theme song six times this episode? It'd be a good bit. It would be a great bit. It would be a strong bit, a good opener. Okay, I'm going to play it for the first. Leading up to award season? I think you should do it. Here's the first or second time you'll have heard the theme song. Throw in the Boo England one a couple times. 100% guarantee you're not hearing that theme song more than one time. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is, probably. Again. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony, a balcony. It's a remix. It should be funky. Chase cares away. Worries for another day. Let the music play. On the balcony. Oh yeah, damn it. On the balcony. In the balcony. From here to eternity. Theme song. I did just fucking said that. You don't have to say a theme song. Every goddamn week, they know the theme song's coming. That's why we take the break. I pitched it. I throw to the theme song. You don't have to go theme song. Like, it's a reminder. I'm gonna. I'm not editing out your theme song every week. It's in there. People think you have a head injury. All right. I'm just... That was more for you than for just that. walking one. around like fucking human Shazam, identifying every song that theme you hear. Song. Happy birthday. <laughs> twinkle, twinkle. Little star. I had to take a breath in the middle of that one. I think human Shazam would actually be Shazam, right? Oh, oh What's yeah. his name? Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Uh, Shazam is the magical word that uh, Billy Batson uh, says to turn into uh, the Shazam. Should have named a Billy Bat shit, I think. Oh, <laughs> you're fucking wild tonight, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> you are out of control. <laughs> Billy Bat shit. Jesus Christ. Jokes this good, Jimmy. You should guys Listen. should have to. You guys should sign up for the Patreon to hear these jokes again. Just full throttle, bro. Full throttle. <laughs> Patreon.com/slash full throttle. <laughs> just donate whatever whatever's there. Whatever that is, that's us. So just give us the money. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. The, randomly type in some letters, dude. That's a good prank. I'm just gonna start signing people up for random Patreons. <laughs> Good stuff. That's a fucking great with prank. your credit card. <laughs> no, with their credit card. It's not a prank. It's if an I even use my better money. prank. They never even know it. They're just like, why do I have a recurring subscription? No, they don't even know that they got a subscription. It's just something that you well, get charged I, every month. I would only do it to responsible people. We might check their bank statement, and fucking see a fraudulent uh, payment in there. That they're not gonna be happy with that. They're gonna investigate. Do you think that the bank would just uh, retroactively they just go in there and they'd say, hey, this doesn't seem like something they would charge uh yeah i probably yeah 
I mean, All you're right, well. Take it up with them. Yeah, take it up with your fucking bank. We're not yeah, bankers. Take it up with your financial institution. Why are you always ab- coming at us? We're here to talk about from here to eternity, and that's not, it. You can't get he- from it. eternity from here. You can't get, you? Nobody's getting. You to can't it. get there from eternity. Hey, I'll tell you this: the planet Earth ain't getting to eternity at this point. Oh, I don't get that. Climate one. change. Oh, yeah. nailed it. Yep, I watched. Don't look up. Don't look. This is a fun tweet I saw. Hey, uh, don't look up if the film Don't Look Up is playing on the ceiling because it sucks. That movie sucks. <laughs> one of the worst things I've ever seen. You think it's one of the worst things you've ever seen? I saw Home Sweet Home Alone this year. Yeah, I would watch that before I watch Don't Look Up no, again. No, fuck that noise. No, fuck your noise. No, fuck all noise. Yeah, no noise. <laughs> it's really bad for your eardrums. It's a new ordinance in town. You, you start to get headaches. We got the decibel levels. We're down here. We still have not played the theme song, I don't believe. Get the decibel levels down <laughs> to a reasonable level. I refuse to speak until we decibels. play the theme song. I won't do it. Theme song. <laughs> it's a fun game that we play where I say theme song and you fucking lose it. I, I, it just is frustrating. All right. All right. I just ready. Just uh, here's the theme. I can do it. You can't do it. I can do it. Do I, what? Ju- I just said, here's the theme. Like, I'm, I'm no better than you. I'm the theme of the show. Yeah, I just said. Here's or the, the theme song. I said, here's the theme. Like, I'm fucking you're going theme song and I'm giving you all this shit. I have to apologize. I do the same thing. I yeah, just, but you're listening. You're going to edit. You're going to put that in. Put what in? Whatever you say. You probably already changing all my words to sound ridiculous. I do throw in a couple of uh, racial slurs. You, and, and deep mixing in the this mix, up. Deep in the mix. If you play the podcast backwards, it's just Bill saying uh, uh, bad things about um, German people. Peloponnesians. Yeah, the... Pelopini, the Pelopini. Here's the theme song. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony, a balcony. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony. Ladies and gentlemen. Imagine if we just never came back. Oh, gee, that fucking dream. I was staring. I thought we were going to just stare. And what if just I just slam the laptop anything? shut and just fuck just this shit? See ya. Out. Bye. Uh, no, we're here. It's two boys on a balcony. Sean Sullivan, Bill McMorrow, as always. Bill McMorrow and Sean Sullivan, as always. Esquires, indeed. And we're here. We're we're talking film. We're talking year end wrap up. How was your Christmas, Bill? It's a new year. It's not a year end wrap up. Well, we can reflect on the year that passed. Sucked. <laughs> well, anyway, moving on. Twenty twenty two. Here we come. That wasn't a COVID cough. I just uh. lost my mind. Uh, yeah. So I'm uh, sorry, Sean. No year end wrap up. Let's wrap it up. What was your What was your favorite up. new film from last year? Uh, you're gonna argue, but it was uh, the French Dispatch. I'm not gonna argue. Wes that, Anderson. That was your film. That was your oh, favorite right. film. It's an objective opinion. I mean, I didn't. I didn't get it. I thought it was beautiful. Yeah. It took me uh, multiple. I've watched it three times. That is a lot of times. I think it's. Well, I mean, I spent twenty bucks to buy it, so might as well. You got to get the money. You can't write that shit off on tax. Oh, you can't now. Went, hey, that's a write off. This is magic. That's a write-off, baby. I went, uh, I spent like a week re-watching all his movies. And then I bought that, and I watched it a couple times. Like, the first time I watched it, I liked it, but I wasn't sure I understood it. Yeah. I've never read it's on a, issue of very The New busy. Yorker. So I, I didn't, I just didn't get it at all. I think that's what they were doing. I think it's like based on something like that. It's supposed to be a magazine in France, a dude who moved from Kansas, and he started a uh, a newspaper in N U I France, and we, yeah. we France, which means like sadness or yeah. some shit like that. And uh, so the the whole the movie is like five different stories, yeah, like two small ones and then like three you know chapters. And uh, I, dude, I think it's fucking fantastic. 
and it's, it's got it's it's just it's as Wes Anderson as Wes Anderson's ever been. It's it it really felt like not a uh, not a parody, but uh, I can't it felt think like of a he was doing word. a tribute to his own shit, like he was doing. Yeah, he's got all uh, all the Wes Anderson tricks, all are the tricks on display, dude. all the tricks. Uh, French Dispatch. I think my favorite movie was West Side Story. I think we talked about that. We did. I haven't seen that, but uh, uh, I also like Dune, which we talked about, and I also love The Matrix Resurrections. Yeah, that, I think that might be my favorite of the Matrix oh, films. It's fucking wild. Uh, I like how fucking uh, it crawls up its own ass. Yeah, like, would, is it meta? In- is that the word I'm looking for? Like, it's yeah. just like. Yep, it's one hundred percent. I watched it and I didn't have any expectations or have any pre knowledge of what it was going to be about, and yeah. I was just like, for forty five minutes, I go, "What the fuck are we? <laughs> where are we going, boy? Where are we going?" Yeah, it's I, uh, unbelievable. I watched the original trilogy. Yeah, like the uh, few days leading up to it, just yeah, start off. I didn't feel like I could just jump into it. The fourth one. Yeah, I've seen the uh, I've seen them all so many times. Yeah. You're new, you're new, you're newly plugged in. I Bill. also watched that uh The Power of the Dog. That oh yeah, I got to check that shit out. Yeah, that's on Netflix. Yeah, Blank Check is doing uh Jesus Christ. I'll never hurt you, Sean. He just wants to be a friend. Uh Blank Check our sister podcast uh friends unless, of ours. Unless I give him the sign. And tell him to hurt you. Please tell him to fuck you up. Do not tell your cat to uh, attack me. Sick balls, Chopper. Uh, They're doing Jane uh, Campion. Campion? Campion, right? She directed uh, Power of the Dog, and that's their next miniseries they're doing, so I'm starting to go through her films. It's pretty good. Uh, I think I'm going to hold off until we get to that that movie, but I am going to watch Benedict that. Benedict Cumberbatch really plays an asshole. He, he, hey, Doctor Strange, Very strange. no more. Uh, but it was good. I liked it. Yeah, that Jesse Plemons, dude. Yeah, Jesse Plemons Fucking dude doesn't mix. Doesn't mix, miss. He's so good. And his wife's in the film. She's also good. Who's his wife? Uh, Kirsten Dunst. Oh, is he actually married to her? Fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah, my man Jesse Plemons getting it in. Hitting it. No, I don't like it. I don't like (laughs) this at all. Uh, I don't like it. Imagine how the, uh, Plemons is. The Dunst Plemons. He, I mean, he's he's fucking, yeah, of course, fucking proud as punch. Landry from Friday Night Lights. Look at this boy now. Oh, was he Landry from Friday Night Lights? He was on the, the TV show Friday Night Lights. I never saw it. Oh, I you saw should the movie. see it. Oh, I, I, never saw saw, movie. I never saw the movie. It was a Billy Bob Thornton joint, I believe. Yeah, I don't uh, like him. You don't like him? Not really. Mm. <laughs> no, not really. Real good, Dan. Was uh, it the blood around I'm his bad, neck? I'm bad Santa. That was weird. Yeah. That was weird. Uh, I watched a movie last night. It's on my top 10-ish. Top 10 films of yep. all time? The, the <laughs> Wimbledon. I missed King Richard. I should have watched it. I wish I did. Uh, the Royal uh, Tenenbaums. No, The Lost uh, the lost Daughter. That's what I oh, watched. Is it? Yeah, you told me I about told, that. I told right? you got to check this thing out. Olivia Colman uh, from uh, The Father and uh, The Favorite and... Uh, that one season of Peep Show that I watched. Oh, she was in The Father, right? Yes. Uh, Anthony Hopkins. That was fucking great, dude. It was good. Lost Daughter was is- was one of my uh, favorite. Was that this year? Or was that the year before? One. It was awesome. It was uh, nominated in 2021, and it lost to Nomadland, and it should have won in retrospect. Oh, absolutely. He uh, won uh, Best Actor for that, right? He did. Fucking unbelievable, dude. Robbed Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, that's that's sad. But-, but, but Un- you can't totally deny deserving, it. dude. Yeah, of course it was. Holy moly. Of course it was. Holy Sir, moly shot. Sir Anthony For the third Hopkins. time, I'm going to say it. Holy moly. Uh, anyway. Film. It was uh, haunting. It's one of the scariest things. It was one of the scariest movies I've ever seen in my life, Shot, 51-year-old man I am right now. And fucking, holy moly. Imagine if I couldn't. Re- fourth time, I just said. Imagine if I couldn't remember who you were right now. I wish you wouldn't. Uh, anywho. All right. But these are all films that maybe we'll be talking about when we do our Oscar special. Oh, we doing an Oscar special? I don't Behind know. Behind the paywall? Yeah, lately, we're doing whatever the fuck we want. So, hey, democracy dies in the darkness. Uh, yeah, we'll probably talk about the... This will be the first year that we're doing the Academy Awards version of the podcast during the damn Academy Awards. Look at us! So maybe we will. Maybe we will Look do a us. whole episode. Do you think we'll get press 
credentials? I don't. I, you think we get to go? I don't know. We should. No, we're an official Oscar-nominated podcast. They're not gonna do that shit in a fucking train station again. I want to be in the goddamn Kodak Theater. Is that where they do it? Who knows? Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, we know they do it at the they do it at the crypto center, crypto.com. <laughs> I can tell you where the 26th Academy Awards took place at the Ding Dong Center, March 25th, 1954, at the Dunk, the Providence All Civic Center. The way- back i have a child sleeping upstairs what is your problem swiping my hand over my mouth why are you yelling uh this one oh look at this billy should have read this shit beforehand took place at the rko pantages theater in hollywood and everybody got sick from the pantagen the nbc century theater in new york city how the hell did this happen it's double synced hell is going this is tele- on is this for television purposes I yeah, it was hosted by Donald O'Connor in Los Angeles and Frederick March in New oh, York City. Oh, singing in the rain, and, uh, and Freddie March from uh, a lot of things. Yes, best years of our lives. Jesus Christ. Whew. Uh, yeah, I, but we've done like four or five movies with him. Yeah, but I can't think of what they are. <laughs> okay, I think one of them was Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, yeah. To Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newman. Uh, White men can't jump. When I was a child, I did not understand that the name of that film was like a self-enclosed letter. It's to yeah, it's an autograph. A gentleman named Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newman. Never got that. I was like, To Wong Fu, what a weird name. To Wong Fu. Did you go see it in the theater? I did not because uh, I knew that there would be no chance of nudity in that. But uh, that's a movie that I've always been curious. Maybe it's good. I mean, it's a pretty good cast. What's that? Patrick Swayze, Swayze Leguizamo, John Leguizamo, and Wesley Snipes. Is it? Uh, I think you're right. I believe I am. Wesley Snipes. To Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. For all you've done. To Wong Fu, this buds for you. Yeah, Wesley Snipes. Julie Newmar in the film, Stalker Channing, RuPaul. Uh, I wonder if this is a good movie. I mean, it was uh, pretty well received, I believe, right? No clue. I don't know anything about it. I think uh-huh. I was, at the time, uh, weirded out by the idea of all those guys in uh, drag. All right. So... What if it turns out it's just the most homophobic movie and it's just because they're straight guys in drag or something like that? Wouldn't that be weird? Anywho. Wouldn't that be weird, Sean? Anyways, Pearl The 26th Harbor. Academy Awards. Uh, hosted by those guys. Nothing of note happens. They're doing them on TV now. So everybody's presenting Elizabeth Taylor's presenting, Kirk Douglas, Irene Dunn, Walter Brennan. They're all there. All the stars all are out tonight. hammered. Oh, hope you're not flying a plane without lights tonight because the stars are in the theater, uh, not in the sky. Oh, my God. Did Howard Hughes just crash into the theater? And the nominees for Best Picture at the 26th Academy Awards. Julius Caesar, directed by Joseph L. Mankiewicz. Mank. The assassination of the would-be ruler of Rome at the hands of Brutus and company has tragic consequences for the idealists and the Republic. MGM's acclaimed production of William Shakespeare's Julius Caesar. Uh, Marlon Brando, James Mason, other people, Greer Garson, Deborah Kerr, holy moly, all of the, those people are in this movie. Did you see it? I did. Uh... Back this year, I watched it. I think uh, when AMC was doing their uh, TMC was doing their Oscar thing. I did not see it. It's uh, and cri- it, this is a Joseph Mankiewicz. Mank, yeah, is they it not just, on the criteria? Uh, Maybe it's no, on no. They just added like eleven movies from him, and Caesar isn't one of them. Uh, they the, did add Cleopatra, though. Yes, I saw that when you told me I was wrong for saying that they did not. I said, you bag of shit, take you it back. You stupid motherfucker. <laughs> you take it back. It's, uh, I like, uh, I liked it, I think. Uh, it's one of my favorite Shakespeare plays. I'd like plays. to see it. I mean, with Brando. Um, James Mason, I love that guy's voice. He's just got that fucking... 
Is uh, Elizabeth Taylor in Julius Caesar? No. She's in Cleopatra, She's right? She's in Cleopatra. But that's Julius Caesar. I think it's worth watching. Uh, did not deserve to win. The and r- did not. And didn't. So, hey. It got what it deserved. Take that. This fucking movie's going to get what it deserves. And to Julius Caesar? Nope. The Robe. Directed by Henry Coster. The first motion picture in Cinemascope. The modern miracle you can see without glasses. Marcellus is a tribune. Is that what they called Cinemascope? The modern miracle you can see without glasses? Apparently. Is that like a 3D type deal? It's like one of those like big, long, cinerama like things. IMAX type of I looked it up like two weeks ago, and I thought we were going to record this episode, and then we just said, fuck it, and we did something <laughs> else. Uh, I think they, they showed, like, they had three projectors going at the same time, and it's like this big, oh, huge yeah, thing. Yeah. I think they did, uh, was it How the West Was Won or something? In How that? the West Was Done Won. It's a mad, 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 mad world. I think Giant might be in that kind right. of shit. There's cinema, there's cinemascope, there's vistascope, there's cinerama, there's all fucking ten different types of the same shit. Marcellus is a tribune in the time of Christ. He is in charge of the group that is assigned to crucify a Jesus. Oh, we got a supervisor on our hands. Drunk, he wins Jesus' homespun robe after the crucifixion. He's tormented by nightmares and delusions after the event, hoping to find a way to live with what he's done and still not believing in Jesus. He returns to Palestine to try and learn what he can of the man he killed. Uh, Richard Burton. Gene Simmons? Yup, that's what it says. Yeah, but not the... No, not <laughs> J-E-A-N. You keep on shouting. You keep on shouting. <laughs> I want to kill the Christ, Christ all right now. now. And wear his robe every day. Ow, bow, bow, now. Uh, what do you think? Do you think he washed the robe after he won it? I don't think they washed anything back there. Didn't they just throw shit in rivers and beat it with rocks? Mm. 135 minutes. No thanks. Uh, it doesn't sound that uninteresting. No, but... it sounds like something that I'd watch now that you tell me that Christ dies. Okay, well, I mean, he always dies and everything. Yeah, but it, does it say anything about him being risen? I like the ones where Christ dies and he doesn't come back. He's just a guy that... Dies. Your next nominee is Holiday Roman. Vacation? Oh. Roman Holiday, directed by William Wyler. The GOAT. William Wyler, my favorite Roman director. Roman Roy Holiday. Overwhelmed by her suffocating schedule, touring European Princess Anne takes off for a night while in Rome. When a sedative she took from her doctor kicks in, however, she falls oh, asleep on a park she take bench. A sedative? And is found by an American reporter, Joe Bradley, who takes her back to his apartment for safety. Yeah. Uh, hijinks ensue. Roman Holiday. As I read that description, I realized I liked this movie less than I thought I did. Uh, I didn't realize that she took a sedative. I only saw the first half hour, and I was like, why is she so sleepy? Yeah, I think they were trying to calm her nerves or some shit. Uh, it's a classic story of a princess breaking out of princess place and... Just pretending yeah. she's a common slob. It's a it's a uh, little Lord Fauntleroy. It's a film it's a that I would des- I would describe as nice and cute. I don't know. I watch I, I watch like twenty minutes a half hour, and then it's it, they took it off. I think it was on Prime. Yep. Uh, it's not streaming now. It's on Pluto. TV. But I was like, yeah, why is she sound asleep on the? I I must have missed the taking the pill, under, slipping of the Mickey. It's uh, it's fine. Gregory, Gregory Peck, Audrey Hepburn, Too Eddie Albert. Too old for her. Too old for sure. Uh, she is cute as a damn button though. Yeah. Uh, she wins Best Actress. Oh, look for at her! Good her for her. Work. I bet her family was very in Roman for that. Holiday. I bet her family told everybody after that happened. Uh, William Holden. Say hey, did you hear what Audrey did? Won Best Actress. Oh, for her work in the film Roman Holiday. Good for Holiday. her. Good for played a princess who fell asleep always, on a bench. I always liked Audrey. Oh, no, she can't come home for Christmas this year. She's filming I always movie. liked. I always said she was going to make it big in the movie. You did used to say that. I love you, She was Audrey. very thankful for your support. I'm glad you're here. All right, here. now get off my porch before I call the police. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 
Uh, William Holden wins Best Actor for Stalag 17. Oh, it's a it's uh, a Billy Wilder. Picture. Billy Wilder. I think I watched that. Uh, not nominated for uh, Best Picture. Um, Stalag 17. I think that's on Criterion right now. It's the uh, the basis for the television show Hogan's Heroes. Oh, Hogan! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm so glad I came up in the time of cable TV where I didn't have to watch whatever was on one of the three channels. Hey, why don't we make a comedy about the Nazi German uh, prisoner of war camp? Oh, like Auschwitz? Oh, God! (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's Roman Holiday. Uh, Good movie. Last nominee before the winner. Shane, directed by George Stevens. This is a story of redemption. The greatest story of the West ever filmed. That's bullshit. That's a bad tagline. Incorrect. A weary gunfighter attempts to settle down with a homestead family, but a smoldering settler and a rancher conflict forces him to act. This movie sucks dick. Yeah, I I, uh, saw it when I was a kid. I don't really remember it. I just remember... At the end, the little kid yelling for Shane to come back. Dude, that little kid gets nominated for Best yeah, Supporting right, Actor. He? He's the most annoying fucking kid I've ever seen on what screen. What was his name? Did he ever do anything else? Or? Uh, I don't think so. Brandon DeWild was the uh, the little... little the lead sh- singer of Faster Pussycat? Oh, shit. Yeah, no, it says right no, here he's the lead singer of Faster Pussycat. No, he did some TV shows and uh, whatever. But uh, Oh, no, he died at the age of 30. What am I talking about? Um... Yeah, Shane stinks, dude. I don't know why I had built it up in my head that it was this great western. Yeah, I think I always confuse it with Old Yeller. Yeah, it's got that kind of feel. It's got that kind of like young adult, like you would read this story in fucking junior high. Yeah. Um, All fuck, I remember is the kid at the end yelling, Shane, go back. Yep. Uh, Jack Palance also gets nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Oh, look at Jack Palance. Was he Shane? No, he was uh, Jack Wilson. He was the gunfighter that comes in to fight Shane. Uh, what a bag of shit. What a naughty boy. What a city slicker this fella turned what out to be. What a city slicker's too. Uh, but the winner, of course. Of course the winner is the 1953 American drama romance war film directed by Fred Zinnemann. That's a lot of... Written by Daniel... American drama Taradash. It's from here to eternity. Ooh, from here to eternity. Yeah, from here to eternity. From here to over there and back again. I like that one. Uh, Burt Lancaster, Montgomery Cliff, Frank Sinatra, Deborah Kerr, Donna Reed looking like a snack. She can't say that. What what the fuck? Were you calling her a snatch? She looks like a snack. Pretty lady. I like Donna Reed. I don't think you can say that. Uh, who else in this movie? Ernest Borgnine. Ernest Borgnine. Jack playing Gordon. a fella named Fatso. Playing. It's a- gonna suck when you get booked for a movie and they're like, "What's your character's name?" His name is Fatso. Yeah, but you know what doesn't suck when they handed that they call- that check. What's What's your character's name? His name is Face Like a Thumb. Uh, I don't want to play a character <laughs> named Fatso. Oh, what's that? It's my paycheck? You can call me Cuntface. I don't care. Whoa, oh, what's, whoa, whoa. what's my name? A dumb bag of shit. Hey, that's fine. Put another zero on there and you call my mom a dumb bag of shit, oh, too. Oh, and I got $16 this you week. You have to put the zero on the other side of the decimal point. You can't yeah. just <laughs> That's how they get you. Ah, damn it. <laughs> I should have been more specific. Um, <laughs> you might talk to my director real quick. <laughs> no, nothing. I lo- I did something stupid. I'm sorry. From here to a turn. It's a classic romantic war film. No conflict until the end of the film. Yeah, it could have used more conflict. Well, there is conflict. That's true. No uh, world like war, war two. Yeah. But there's conflict with the, the fucking boxing team. Oh my god. Uh yeah, as as we're sitting here talking about it, I think I like this movie less than I thought I did at the time. I'm I talking mean, myself out. I of don't it. think it's great, but I think it's it's all right. It's a know? very watchable film. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely uh 
it's it's a movie about uh, Burt Lancaster trying to get his dick wet as quick as possible. Yeah, and, and does <laughs> as quick as possible. Uh, it's uh, it, the most iconic imagery from this film is uh, Burt uh, Lancaster. Yes, right. Oh, Burt Lancaster and Deborah Kerr fucking in the sand, uh, making out in the waves. That's what I meant to say. But then, absolutely, one hundred percent, they fuck immediately after. Oh, raw dog. Uh, it's like a very passionate sand in the vagina. Just fucking waves, smashing yeah. them in the face as yeah. hard as possible. Um, so romantic, just to be like, oh. A week yeah. later, and uh, it would be bodies washing up in those waves. That's right. The seas would turn. So right they really blood. chose a good time to do it. Um. Yeah, it's uh, boy, oh boy, it's 1941. We're in Hawaii, and we've got bugle, 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 bugler. Jesus, what a fucking word! He's the boogie woogie bugle boy from Company B. We've got shit trumpet player and (laughs) Private Robert E. Lee Pruitt. Uh, now do they say that they? Say that his name's Robert E. Lee Pruitt yeah. at the beginning. I don't know if they say it right away, but they keep referencing it over the course of the movie. That he was named they, after like, a general. They, they, yeah, but they say like Robert E. Lee Pruitt like eighty percent of the way through the movie, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding Are me? You I'm shitting I'm me? supposed to be rooting for this Confederate bag of shit." That's dude. That happens a lot. I mean, it's in Forrest Gump, obviously. Yeah, but uh, it's the daughters of the Confederacy re- rewriting history. <sighs> Uh, he smack them bitches right now. He gets transferred to uh, a barracks on uh, on Oahu, uh, and he's under the uh, the watch. Of You're really nailing these names Oahu? in the native tongue. Oahu. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. That's from Moana. Oa- Mo- Moana. Uh, Oa- uh, because uh, he was a boxer. He's he's assigned to. I don't know. He's under this guy, Captain Holmes, who uh, who also runs the boxing team or something. The boxing team. Cool. Why is, why is the Army in uh, the world is at war? Obviously, America's sitting it out. But yeah, put bayonets on your fist. Why, why do you are have you a guys having team? a fucking boxing team? Um, but he wants he wants this guy to uh, uh, join up. And this is the second. Uh, Second week in a row that the Best Picture winner, uh, no, 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 The Quiet Man didn't win, but uh, Best Picture nominee uh, about a reluctant boxer. Because uh, this guy, he's like, no, 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 I'm not going to box because we'll we'll learn oh, later on. Yeah. Did he kill somebody? Or no, just he like... blinded his friend when they were having a fight. But, I mean, you people blind their friends that all the time. happens. Too. People blind their friends all the time. Dude, I did it today with hand sanitizer. When I was 15, a friend of mine I held my shot. friend's eyes open and I poured hand sanitizer It's in a them. pandemic. you got to clean your eyes. You've been looking at things. Dirty things. Unclean. When things. I was 15, a friend of mine shot a cigarette across the room with a blowgun. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> was it unlit. Lit? No, oh, it was okay. unlit. But the tobacco end hit me straight in the eye. Yeah. Painful. You ever get tobacco in your eye? No, I can't say that I have. And I've never been shot in the eye with anything <laughs> out of a, from a, a blow yeah. dart. Um, what a good friend. Yeah. Where's that guy now? Oh, who fucking knows? Okay. I don't see any of those people now. Yeah, you should get on Facebook. Reconnect. <sighs> Leave me the fuck alone. One of the worst things ever. <laughs> we just got the kid an Oculus. Oh, yeah. For Christmas. But you, you have to have a Facebook account oh, for yeah? Oculus. Okay. So Nicole had to set that all up. Yeah, because you refuse. Yeah, fuck that, dude. It's such a bad place. You I get in that Oculus. I can't you, believe you're anybody. Around, you're fighting Star Wars or whatever. I haven't really played any games, but I've done uh, checked out some videos. Did you cool. balance your checkbook? I went. Uh, <laughs> Did virtual dishes. I went to uh, <laughs> watch the Guns N' Roses concert <laughs> from uh, London. <laughs> from the inside the in bass fucking drum. 360 from like Wembley or something. Uh, was it like still standing and fucking still in the middle too many of the arena. People, just it like, was awesome, dude. It's cool. Um, does it got like a speaker in your headset too? Or yeah, it's got. Yeah, it's like the speaker right up behind your ear or where. Now, have you, what have you broken in the house while you guys are doing? I haven't broken anything. Oh, okay, that's good. Nicole keeps sending me videos though, like TikToks of people hurting themselves. Yeah, it seems dangerous because. Uh, no, but you you fucking can like you map out on the floor like with the thing. You build a fucking 
Oh. Space that you stay with them. I don't understand this world. I it's don't pretty crazy. I don't want to be here anymore. I think I'm going to force leave. you to watch something before you leave. I'm not putting that on my head. Not in the days I'm gonna of COVID. I'm going to force you. I'm not. I'm going to force you. I won't, do because I'll get dizzy and I won't be able to drive home. I'm already nauseous. You're already I'm, incapable dude, of driving. Dude, my eyes are already so shitty. I'm already. All right, dude. Stop fucking my, crying. I won't. My stomach turned. I won't thinking fucking about putting do it. that on. Not for germ reasons, but because of getting. You're not going to get a chance now. Getting Shut up. dizzy and falling down. Oh. Oh, I'm so scared of falling and hurt myself. You know what? Let's put it on. Let's put it on. And I hope today, when I'm driving I home, I get dizzy because I think I'm in the Matrix and I die. That's what I hope. So let's do it. We'll fucking do it. <laughs> Plug me in. Plug me into the Matrix agent. Oh Smith. man, it would be so funny if you got into an accident, and lived, and it's like, what were you even bitching for? You didn't die. Yeah, you just got a flat tire. Grow up. <laughs> I had to call my dad. Do you think he'd come and get you? Of course he would. He's a great guy. He wouldn't be like, dude, that's Call why. AAA, dipshit. That's why we gave you AAA. Uh, I pay for my own AAA. Thank you very much. Do I'm you? almost 40. I, uh, yeah, I do. I, I, needed my, I needed to add my wife to it because uh, uh, this fucking dizzy broad's always getting into car scrapes. This dizzy broad? Yeah, that's what I call her. I don't know why. It's good to have pet names. <laughs> uh, so he refuses to fight, and then that uh, Holmes decides he's going to make this dude's life miserable. Just because he won't join the boxing team. Just because he won't join the boxing team. He's like, prepare a court martial. I don't and want he this. left. I want this guy in jail. He left the bugle court where he was a big old bugle boy. He's a damn bugle boy. He's my, a fucking bugle king. My favorite brand of pants as a husky boy. He's a bugle king. He's a damn king. We salute our we salute our our no. I don't know what are those things on the top of a trumpet. Called. <laughs> no keys. Yeah, push push things. Right, the keys. Uh, so he gets assigned to be uh, under uh, First Sergeant Milton Warden, who's played by Montgomery. No, he's played by Burt Lancaster. Uh, and now that barrel chested motherfucker. Now, now the fun thing about this character. Is that his whole thing is he wants to uh, uh, fuck uh, the shitty Holmes's guy's wife. That's his, the whole plot with this character. The whole plot. Is that he's just trying to. He wants to, to bang her he and he never fuck, wants to be an officer. He doesn't want to be an officer and he wants to fuck Deborah Kerr. And uh, unbelievable. He gets his way on all counts. This guy has no obstacles in his goals of fucking this yeah. lady and not progressing in his career. He achieves. Everything. Yeah, I mean, it becomes apparent pretty quickly that Holmes and his wife, like, are just. They have an arrangement. Yeah. He's all banging a wars. Yeah, was. Wahors. Uh, so it's a lot of hazing. Uh, Everybody's getting hazed. The bugle boxer. Take your pants off. Run around the block. He becomes close friends with Private Angelo Maggio, played by. Frank Sinatra, who is uh, too small to be in the army. Always too small to be in the (laughs) army. Holy shit. He always looks like he's playing dress up when he's wearing a a uniform. It really is. uh, It's wild how much. And he's excellent in this film. Oh, yeah, he's he's great, but he's. He's 4F all the way, dude. He wins uh, Best Supporting Actor for this role. uh, Well-deserved, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but he's a, he's a little he's a little he's a he's a pre Captain America getting yeah. the super soldier serum. He really is. Uh, it's oh. wild, like when you see him in the uniform, like next to other people dressed in uniforms. Can I read you something fun? I can. Can't. Can you read Hollywood legend? Has it? That Frank Sinatra got the role in the film by means of his alleged mafia connections and... So, well, yeah, of course, that's how we get the fucking part. That's how everybody gets their parts. And it was the basis for a similar subplot in The Godfather. However... Because what happens at the beginning of The Godfather? What's the favor that the guy asks for on the day of the daughter's wedding? He's got this shit singer... Wants to get him into movies. Yeah. 
So well, then, I know that that was supposedly based. We talked about that. I believe. I think, yeah. Remember, uh, but that's based off of Valentine's. They the legend is that that's how Sinatra yeah, got this role. Uh, I knew that 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 uh, what's his name in The Godfather. I knew that that was supposed to be based off like Sinatra. Or, yeah, I can't think of uh, Frankie. Like based off of Sinatra, or or we were saying maybe it was based off like a Frankie Valley or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. That's what I thought. I didn't realize it was Sinatra. So director Fred Zinnemann commented that the legend about a horse's head having been cut off is pure invention, a poetic license on the part of Mario Puzo, who wrote The Godfather. You know what? As an author, I think you're allowed to have poetic license. And also, like, why wouldn't you just be like, yeah, that's fucking. That's a dope dude. Yeah. And I, I fucking woke up with that horse head, and then I was like, fuck. And then I got the guy, the best supporting actor. That's how good I am. I and then I got the rest of that horse, and I ate good for months. Uh, Joan Crawford was in contention for one of the roles. Uh, but uh, no. So. Uh, Maggio takes the boxer bugler down to the social. I'll tell club. you right now, this movie would have been better with Joan Crawford in it. Uh, I think was she supposed to be? I bet she was supposed to be Holmes' wife. Probably. Let me see if it says. Um. Okay, so uh, Joan Crawford and Gladys George were offered roles, but George lost her role when the director decided he wanted to cast the female roles against type. And Crawford's demands to be filmed by her own cameraman <laughs> led the studio to take a chance on Deborah Kerr, also playing against type. Why would you bring your own cameraman? That's going to be the fucking most insane. Yeah. I mean, she had, she was huge by now, right? That's true. She had one for Mildred Pass. Yep. Uh, yeah, no, and she's been in a million movies. She's a Hollywood star. She was great. But uh, I think Deborah Kerr and Donna Reed are good in this movie. I like Donna Reed. She's a pretty lady. Mary Bailey. Yeah, I can't. Uh, it's been a few weeks since we watched it. I don't really re- remember too well, much. She's the but... wife in It's a Wonderful Life. So for that... Oh, yeah, Donna Reed. Yeah. yeah for that reason Mary. alone. Larry. Oh, that's a rubber moon for you, you dumb. Moon and stuff it down your throat and uh, shut you up for just once, Mary, because I got something to say. This kid keeps banging on the piano, Mary. So they go to Zuzu. Zuzu, take your prattles, you bitch. <laughs> Every time a, a bell rings, uh, uh, my I, my uh, migraine gets worse. I don't Every know why I turned into Woody Allen. Every time a bell rings, my kid kills an animal. Uh, they go down to this social club, and the club is got no alcohols, and it's just what kind uh, of social club is that? It's just a place for guys to. to I, it feels like a brothel. It is a brothel. Is it? No, but it feels like it, it's right? Like, yeah, it's fucking weird. Dude. There's just women that are there on the clock. It's like a strip club with yeah. no sex or booze. No sex or booze. I don't and know. Even like. It's weird. I think one one of the girls snuck in booze, though, right? Didn't somebody bring booze in? Yeah, Sinatra did. Sinatra does, and uh, a couple other people. So he goes down there, and Pruitt immediately uh, has got eyes for Donna Reed. Uh, and and then, he only has eyes for Reed. And so there's music playing, and then Fatso Judson, played by the great Ernie Borgnine, is sitting at the co- uh, the piano just smashing out this other song, so it's like this cacophony, perfect word, uh, of noise, which leads to uh, Ernest Borgnine and Sinatra getting into a fight almost, uh, except Ward Sinatra's like, hey, you wop. Yeah, it's a lot of that, a lot of, a lot of nasty name yeah. calling. Yeah. Um, they come to blow, so they don't like each other. Uh, Warden intervenes. Uh, but he doesn't really do anything about it because he's trying to fuck Holmes's wife. Um, and uh, she wants him to become an officer so that she can get divorced and marry him. And it's like, lady, just get fucking divorced and marry the guy. She's just trying to get up in them guts. What the fuck's going on? He's like, whoa, whoa, lady, who said anything about marriage? Um, Sinatra gets uh sent to the stockade for uh getting drunk instead of being on guard duty. Um, so he he gets put in, in army jail under the watch of uh, Ernest Borgnine. Army who just, jail. 
It's called the stockade. The stockade. Ornus Borgnine uh, just torches the guy and just beats the shit out of him. Um, he told him, he says, someday you're going to wind up in it. I feel like you're really skipping ahead, but. No, I'm reading, I'm reading the fucking summary in fucking order. All right. Uh. You know, do you want me to get you want me to you want to spend what some happened? Cause you want to spend some time on the stillbirth of Holmes and his wife's child? What do you want me to go back to? Well, Sinatra leaves God duty, right? He That's takes, what I, I literally just said that. He just say that he leaves God duty, gets drunk, and then he gets thrown in army jail. Right. Um. <laughs> then there's that scene where so Pruitt's on his own now. He's got no friends left. He wants to leave with uh, Donna Reed. Um. Um. Well, he doesn't want to leave. She wants to leave Hawaii. She doesn't want to be here anymore. And he says, he's, I'm a career military guy, and uh, I don't know if this is going to work, but there, oh, we want to kiss so hard. Uh, he gets into a, a fucking fight outside. Um, like the barracks or wherever the fuck they live. So these guys keep the, – the boxing team wants this guy on the boxing team so bad because yeah. – and they're all – uh instructors so like everything he's doing like he's on a hike and one of the boxing guys is like leading the hike yeah and like trips him or yeah yeah they're basically like and uh, they keep making him run laps like fucking punishing him and for he not. just fucking takes it all thank you sir may i have another and then at one point sinatra like sees the guy trip him and he's like oh hey, i saw you do that then he's running laps with him yeah uh, and the whole time they're running the laps, he's going. All they want is this guy on the boxing team. He doesn't want to do it. So they're having fights outside. Everybody's getting in trouble and all this shit. It's very confusing. We watched this movie. I don't know. I think I watched it three weeks ago. So sketchy details at best. Yeah. But uh, uh, everybody starts to respect him a little more because he's taking his fucking beatings and stuff. Which is dumb. They should be like, you guys are assholes. Cut it out. Um, they still want to court martial him. They don't want to. They didn't want to get rid of him. He he like goes a wall. Uh, cause one night he uh oh Sinatra escapes from jail, but he's they kick the shit out of him, and he just happens to stumble upon the boxer drinking in the woods with uh, Jack Warden, I think. And the guy, Young Sinatra Jack comes. Such Sinatra. a good cast Whoa, of this, dude. What a handsome fella. Jack yeah, Warden. He's great. Uh, Sinatra falls out of the woods and basically dies in the guy's arms. Yeah, he. Because uh, they just, they hit him a lot in jail. When he runs, when he finds, uh, what's his face? Uh, who's the, the boxer, dude? Oh, Pruitt? Yeah, when he finds Pruitt, right? And yeah. And he, like, dies almost immediately after finding him. Yeah, which is, uh, uh, hey, you got to hold on to that last moment you wanted. You see the I mean, it's pro it was probably written into the script like that, right? I think so. I don't think it was a coincidence yeah, that it just happened right. to have cameras right. I figured, but I wasn't, Sinatra you know. did go on to live for another 50 years. So. <laughs> Allegedly. Um. So uh, Pruitt is he seeks revenge. He him and uh, Ernie Borgnine get into a back alley knife fight. Dude, Ernie Borgnine would fucking absolutely destroy him. Yeah, dude, Bert, uh, fucking has like fucking seventy five pounds on him. Montgomery Cliff, you ain't making it out of that alley. Uh, he kills uh, Ernest Borgnine. He goes missing, um, and he's staying with Donna Reed. And uh, yeah, and, he kills him in the alley, right? Yeah, and then Burt Lancaster is covering for him in all of this. But he gets stabbed too. I think he did get uh, wounded. Yeah. Um. Uh, Karen tells. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, oh, yeah. So then, uh, because of all of the fighting and the fist fights and the death and Judson, they do an investigation. They realize that Holmes is basically uh, running this place uh, poorly. And they force him to resign or face a court-martial. So it's either you quit or we'll fucking court-martial you. So he's going to resign, which means him and his they wife. See, they have the fight, and they, they like, watch how yeah, he doesn't they watch break him, it up. They watch him not respond to uh, these guys kicking Two the shit of the out of Montgomery yeah. Uh And they go, yeah, dude, uh, no, 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 no. You, you either quit or we'll uh, throw you in jail, probably. Court-martial, is that what happens? When you court-martial somebody, you go to jail? Yeah. Uh, so he's going to leave. He's going back to the mainland. 
Um, and Burt Lancaster is sad because the lady he's fucking is married to that guy. Uh, it's a classic tale. It's a classic tale well, as old as her, time. She fucks him. Uncle Sam fucks them all. Uh, so they're like, oh, no, oh, no, I'll miss you. Blah, 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 blah. Uh-oh, Pearl Harbor happens. They all die. Oh, what are the planes coming? What are those planes? Uh, they're in the barracks, and they hear planes coming overhead. And they're like, Ooh, oh, they must be having target practice. Sound awful low. On and then, a Sunday. And then the bombs start dropping. Um, and, you know, they're shooting at planes, and it's it's everybody is just decimated. It gets pretty silly the last 15 minutes, like how they're just they're shooting. I think it's uh, I think Pearl Harbor did it better. Oh, the Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so then, like, I think it, I think it really, really could have used more, more Pearl Harbor in the Pearl Harbor movie. It wasn't enough Ben Affleck. So then they, uh, they, they all die. Uh, and then well, the- Pruitt's like fucking he hears it going on. He's like, I got to go back to base. Oh, yeah. He, oh, well, that fucking idiot. He's running. He's running to go join up. He's wearing a fucking Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> yeah, dude. There's an attack on the fucking place. And he's like, and then they stop. Take the time to kill him. Well, they're like, uh, stop. If he hey, you can't go over like, there. No, I'm and he's a- like, I can. And they're like, no, you can't. The plane. <laughs> pew, pew. Dead. Um. Which hey, that's on him. They told you to st- just comply with authority. <laughs> uh, and then days later, after the attack, uh, everybody's evacuating or whatever. And uh, Donna Reed and Deborah Kerr are standing on the the side of the ship, and they uh, Deborah Kerr takes her lay off and throws it hey, into g- the water. Do you happen to know if it's the port side or the aft side? Oh, so at the time of the way the waves carried the lay away it would have been starting apart. Depends on the orientation of the boat. If you're heading to the mainland, the boat will be going this way. Aft. And uh, tosses it over the aft side. And then uh, they wonder aloud to each other if they'll ever return to Hawaii. That's something you should think just quietly to yourself, I think. Uh, I wonder if they'll ever come back. back. And then the stranger next to you is like, why? (laughs) What happened? Is the memory too difficult? <laughs> Did you lose someone in the very big attack that affect all of us? You know, not just you, you dumb bitch. Time heals all wounds. Um, and then uh, Donna. Oh, maybe I'll be back next year. Then Donna Reed says she's not coming back because her uh, her fiance uh, Pruitt died a hero during Pearl Harbor. Uh, he did not. And then, he and then he Karen is a suspected terrorist. Uh, Deborah Kirk kind of knows that that's not the case, and uh, but she doesn't say anything because uh, what's the fucking point? Dude, I would absolutely say something. Or, uh, I'd be actually, you know what? You're not you're not eligible for widow benefits because he was a terrorist. From here to eternity, it gets, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, eight Oscars. seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve nominations. It won eight. It wins eight out of twelve. That's pretty, imp- uh, no, eight out of thirteen. That's fucking impressive. Good. Thirteen noms. That's, that's a record, right? Hey, that's good. I don't know, probably. I think at the time it definitely was. Uh, wins best motion picture, best director. Sinatra wins Best Supporting Actor. Donna Reed wins Best Supporting Actress. Best Screenplay. Best Cinematography. Black and White. Best Film Editing. And Best Sound Recording. Can't argue with any of those. Uh, not. A, I like this movie. You know the part of the movie when the planes will go pew, 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 uh, Sinatra would later comment that he thought his performance of heroin addict Frankie Machine in The Man with the Golden Garm. Golden Arm. The Man with the Golden, golden Garm. <laughs> I almost said The Man with the Golden Gun. No heroin in that film. Is that, that's a Bond, right? That is a Bond with uh, uh, Christopher Lee and uh, Hervé Villachez. The plane? The plane, the plane. Um, well, he thought he should have won for The Man with the Golden Arm instead of this, but that's why Sinatra's That's a, big a good movie. Big dumb piece of shit. Sinatra's good, dude. He, uh, he, was a good actor. he did it him. my way. I did it my way, not he did it. 
You did it his way? Uh, he did it his way. No, he did it my way. Oh, who's on first? Who's on second? What's Frank up, my Sinatra. Ass? Frank Sinatra's on first. Frank, Frank Sinatra Jr.'s on, on second. Frank Sinatra the third is on third. Frank, and Frank George Foreman is at home. George, George, and George, and George, and George. I used to think that was so funny, and now I realize how sad it is. <laughs> it's really bad, dude. I mean, it's okay if you're the first baby George. Yeah. But if you're anything from two to seven, Mm-mm. that sucks. No, 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 no. no. Especially at Christmas time when you're like, Who, who's this present for? It's for George Foreman. Oh, gee, what, can you imagine? You got to get different wrapping paper and assign it to them when they wake up. No, it all just goes to the dad. Oh, yeah, it all rolls up. That's what those girls were. <laughs> Trickle up economics. Lula Row pyramid scheme. Dude, I just watched that. I know I that's why that. I set you up. Holy moly, that was funny. Anywho, next week on the podcast. Just kidding. You did have a nice time. You sent me some fun <laughs> Dude, fun little just, clips. It's some really funny shit happens in that documentary. Um but some I some very funny shit might happen next time we talk. What is next next week, week we're watching uh on the waterfront. Oh, I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody. And instead of a bag of shit, it's just what I turned out to be. I started when I got a little bit out of high school, I started to smell a little bit because I didn't take a shower as often as I should have. And then everybody says, hey, Marlon Brando smells a little bit. It smells a little funky to me right now. And then I started acting, and I took my shirt off, and people say, he's got a good body. This guy's got a good body. 